G'day Raiders family, it's Berkey here and welcome to my preview. Berkey's top 10 versus Parramatta this afternoon at Raiders Stadium. Um, guys, big game, really big game this one. Another litmus test for us. We're at home, Sunday afternoon, big crowd. I love these type of games. I really think we rise to the occasion for these, as will Parramatta, who are a very, very well-coached, well-disciplined side. Um, they're not in the top three, top four for no reason. Uh, they play a really solid game, low error count. Um, and as they proved last week against Manly, they have the fortitude and the willingness to come back and keep to their systems and processes. Um, so, look, it's a great afternoon. We're three on the trot against Cronulla and South, who were in the eight the last three weeks. Um, but so it's, it's, it's one that we need to get under our belt just to keep that momentum and that confidence going. But let's dive into para. I've got four main areas where I think we need to control. Mitch Moses is the head. So a lot of the play will revolve around him, the kicking game, getting to field position. Um, he'll run the, he'll be on the right edge for Parramatta. So our left edge in defence, which is Jack and Co., which is good for us because Jack can certainly put pressure on Moses and his runners. But a lot of, most everything will revolve around Moses. So we probably can't shut him down totally and completely. But what we do need to do is take the, his ball time off him. So the only way you take ball time off a ball player is for the inside men. So I'm talking markers and our middles to put pressure coming from where they are running to him to try and take that ball time off him to set up plays. Um, so we really need to focus on that. We can't do it for 65 or 70 minutes or 73. It's got to be the full 80. If we can do that and nullify Moses out of the game or take away his opportunities to control the game, it's really going to give us uh, a lot of opportunity at the back end to score some points if we can nullify the confidence and, and, and the brains of this side. Number two, I've gone for Clint Gutherson, who is the heart of this parasite. So when they're in trouble, they need a big motivational play. Gutherson's usually the guy that does a tackle, makes a break, takes a great ball. Um, once again, hard to nullify, but we just got to get numbers around Gutherson constantly. We, we can't give him any room to move. He's very good support player straight down behind the ruck, straight down behind the markers. So we really got to make sure that we're tight in those props and lock area, hooker area particularly through the middle. Moses does like to turn the ball inside to Gutherson late in the half. So once again, it's at our middle. So um, whoever might be on there, Horsburgh, um, Sutton, those types of guys need to be really tight in that middle area, particularly late in the half. Number three, I've gone for Junior Paulo, who's the force. So he's going to do a lot of their hit-ups. Um, Edges. He doesn't usually run down the middle a lot, Junior, now. The, he really aims up at our edges. So Hudson and Elliot and Adam Elliot particularly got to be on their metal with Paulo because he's a guy that really gives them their grind and their big, big plays coming out of trouble. Number four, I've gone Isaiah Papalili, who's the bull. So if they really want a quick grinding run from someone, he's going to be the guy that does it. Very good player, very strong. What and how they use him effectively is a quick a quick spread. So they may get caught in our 20, but they'll do a quick spread out to Papalihi, who really really gives them 15 to 20 metres from a standing start. That's where they find him most effective. If they win that ruck, they switch to him very, very quickly to get them even better field position. So that's the parasite. 
Let's dive into us, hey? Number five, I've gone for Jamal Fogarty. So I can't speak enough of how important he is in, he is in coming back today three or four rounds early. Yes, he's going to be underdone. There's no doubting that. He hasn't played for four months. So, yeah, there's no doubting the fact that he's going to be short of a run. But what he does bring is just a calmness. He's going to be full of beans. He's going to be full of excitement and confidence because he's fit. Um, but he's going to bring that calmness on that right edge. So right edge will be Elliot. Jamal on his inside. Um, right edge centre will be uh, Matt, um, uh, Matt Tomoko. So it's just going to bring a really, really solid edge play to the way we construct things around Jamal. He's kicking game, particularly his running kicks. So what I mean by running kicks, he's getting the ball on the run from dummy half, not flat-footed, so he's on the run from dummy half, kicking to the corners and hemming them in. Schneider's been great, but he's a young kid. He was getting sore. Um, his, his concentration was dropping a little bit just because of the constant NRL in, um, intensity. Fogarty's now going to bring that. You don't become an NRL captain, which he was at the Titans by fluke. So the guy's a leader. Players listen to him. But I think he will really take a lot of pressure off Jack today in getting the side around the field, which is fantastic for Jack's mind, which I'll come to shortly. So a big in is Jamal Fogarty for us this afternoon. I've gone for Xavier at number six. Really good game last week. He may not get that same level of openness with that try. What Xavier's got to do, though, is continually sniff around that ruck because it will put Parramatta on alert in defence and keep their defence tight. So if Xavier can get two or three para guys to tackle him close to the ruck, we have to have space out wide. So that's where I'd like to see Xavier really focus his game today is in and around that ruck, looking for an offload, quick play the ball, a quick ruck out through the middle where the defence might be tied. But if he can just really man up and take that sting out of that defensive line with a change of angle around those middles, it's going to help us with our wide spread. Xavier's going to be peppered today with bombs. There's no two ways about it. Um, I think Moses will really pep him. I'd like to see Xavier... Um, change with Rapana through the game, give him a spell. Raps is very good with those uh, with those kick returns and can probably get a bit more yardage than Xavier would on Moses' kicks. I've gone for the edges at number seven. I think Hudson and Elliot and Adam Elliot, lesser extent Horsburgh, wherever he comes on and plays, they're going to have to play a really massive game today. The Parramatta edges are very, very good with, Nic with, with Nakora and Sean Lane. So our wedges have been great the last week, the last few weeks, particularly Hudson Young. So we've got to just keep that momentum going with our wedges. We still have to play there, but I'd really like to see our, our, our wedges really aim up on theirs today. And that's a really important we get that advantage in both attack and defence to nullify the para threats on those edges. Offloads. Parramatta hate offloads, as do most sides do. So the second phase play, I think, is critical today for us. Taps needs to offload a bit more. Um, uh, a Papali does if he can. Horsburgh last week offloaded really, really well and got us a try. So that second phase play against sides, they don't like it. They're used to just hitting the ground, quick play the ball, but they get their defensive line set. Offloads are really important to a big mobile side like Parramatta, who don't like doing the second and third efforts. Number nine, I've gone for Papper and Taps 1-2. Whilst I like Papali and Tarpani starting the game, I really think there's more impetus and momentum for them now to not be on the field at the same time in the second half. 
I think Ricky tried it last week. Tarpany played 63, 64, 65 minutes, which was outstanding for a big guy. If we can get 60, 65 out of taps week in, week out, it just gives us that um, that that leverage to bring uh, Papali on in the last 20 minutes um, where they're not on the field together and getting drained together. So the more we can save up one of them for a late burst, I think the better off it helps our play down the track. So I'd really like to see them one, two um, during the second half where they're, where they're on the field individually, not at the same time. And number 10, I've gone for Jack Whiten's running game. He has to really run more today. With Fogarty back in the side, Jack just has to worry about running. And when he straightens the attack, particularly he's going to have Moses on his side of the field, who's a smaller body. I think Jack heading back in towards that play to ball, that edge area, but straightening the attack, bringing two to three defenders in, in with him. And Jack has a great quick play of the ball, landing on his stomach and getting up quick. Can really give us some momentum going forward. Jack's kicks, left foot kicks to that corner where he's got to aim up against Bailey Simonson, I think is really critical as well. So if his kicks can hit the grass and we can move up on both sides and really hem power into the corners of GIO and make them really work out, get their big forwards back there, which they don't like to do, and really aim up in defence, I think Jack's running game today is going to be really important to us, give us field position and keep that second, third phase play going down through the middles. So, guys, that's it for my top 10 today. As always, I really, really appreciate your, your support here on Berkey's Top 10. Hit me up on Twitter. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Comments here on Facebook. I really love getting back to you, passionate Raiders fans, about all great things Green Machine-like. So, guys, that's it today. Looking forward to tonight's game or this afternoon's game at 4 o'clock, guys. And as always, this is Berkey. Bleed Green. Out.